Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Over Podcast, episode 108. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host. To my left, he is the $100 man, Bobby Diaz. What's up, baby? I feel like we had extra names for you, but I can't remember any of them. Um, I think that was it. Bobby Diaz. <laughs> the coupon kid. We can we can call you the coupon kid. Oh, the coupon kid. Yes. <laughs> okay. TCK. TCK. <laughs> also joining us. You know him. You love him. He is the tenth one of the world. The puncher of walls himself. Dicklish himself. Richard Garcia. Just a side note. You may not like me, but here I am. What's up, everyone? <laughs> And rounding out the crew, this guy you probably don't like. Julio, who listens to the show, definitely doesn't like this guy. He is the handsomest Fuck man you, alive. Julio. The COVID cutie. The hands, uh, the Pinoy powerhouse, Byron Pagdalao. Hey, guys. Side note, you for sure hate me, but fuck you anyway. Who cares? <laughs> How you guys doing? Good? Good? What a heel. Prove it. What a Do heel. It. Do it. <laughs> fuck him. Fuck him. Um, fuck, fuck him for real. That's for real. <laughs> Get it, boy. Hey, did you guys see that that video real quick about that Asian lady when she said she'll fuck you? Oh my like, god! What did you? Uh, I forgot. Fuck what you she to said, death. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> or fuck you to death. I was like, I'll I'll take that offer. That's a good, doesn't not, sound that bad. Not from that lady. I mean, if someone's gonna do the fucking, me, if someone's gonna fuck me to death. Wait, death by I need to know who it's gonna be. I gotta see this. I gotta see this video now. I think she's known as like SoCal Karen or something like that. She uh, she looked like she she went on a safari on a safari somewhere. Yeah, either that or she's like a little kid at the Raging Waters. Oh yeah, she yeah. Dresses like a little kid at Raging Waters. Doesn't want to take her uh, doesn't want to take their shirt off like the fat kid at at uh at Raging Waters. <laughs> like exactly. super covered up, but like ready for the sun. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh man, we got a lot to get into this week. Actually. I mean, we got our backlash predictions that we're going to get into. We're going to cover Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW. Um, spoiler alert, not not too much happened. Um, I did get a haircut this week. Uh, stuff is starting to open up, guys. How are you guys feeling about everything? As fast as everything's opening up, it's going to close back down because the second wave is happening. That, that's that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about that second wave, the new wave, not the, not the music that I Ooh. love. <laughs> I new- think it's kind of good. I mean... It is like refreshing to see people out, you know, like psychologically, but people still need to fucking be very careful. I myself don't plan on really going to a bar um, like, you know, soon. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. But um, it is kind of scary with the numbers going up, but we can't live life like that, I suppose. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. No one's afraid anymore. All bets are off. <laughs> um, but yeah. What, what else was going to say? I guess that's it for, for our little banter, little intro. I mean, keep in, keep in mind, I mean, we're uh, just this past Sunday, we just had uh, In Your House, and now we're having another pay-per-view. Yeah, what you guys, we talked about In Your House, right? Yes, we did. We did. Um, but yeah, definitely not better than uh, Double Nothing. But anyways, um, let's get into the sponsors. <laughs> let's get into our friends at Grudge Match Brand and Grudge Match Brand Apparel on Instagram. Make sure you go check out their stuff. Bobby's actually rocking their Hitman shirt. Uh, we just got done talking about how comfortable their shirts are. Uh, so make sure you go turn on the notifications uh, because they drop stuff. Just, they let you know it's out and then it's out and then in a lot of cases the stuff is gone. So definitely get in early. Get those pre-sales in. Uh, definitely support uh, local good people that are putting out quality shit. 
Also, make sure you go check out our friends at lapelia.com. I prefer the market for some wrestling merchandise. Look no further. Go to lapelia.com. Use our promo code PUTMEOVER. And in turn, that website will put you over. And you get 20% off your entire order. Um, what are they dropping? They're dropping something pretty soon. But definitely go to their Instagram and turn on them notifications as well. Hit that bell. Subscribe. Um, and also, if you're looking for some Put Me Over merchandise, go to our website, putmeoverpodcast.com, for all of your Put Me Over podcast merchandise wants and needs. Make sure you go to our YouTube channel because we're, we're dropping just anything we want there. Now, uh, we got Byron streaming streaming on the Put Me Over channel. Um, I'm probably going to be streaming on there as well. Um, and we got uh, you know a lot of stuff in our merchandise. So make sure you go to our website, check us out. Use the co- promo code KOFI4EVER. KOFI, the number four ever. For 20, 20% off in a purchase there. And also make sure to go to our YouTube, Spotify. You, you know the drill. You, you, you've been listening to this podcast for 108 episodes. Y'all know what is up. Uh, so definitely go check it out. Everything. Thank you so much for joining us. We got a lot to get into. Um, yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, let's get into the news. Let's get into some Dick's Dirty News. What? Take it away, Dick. And we're and it's dirty news. It is. Uh, <laughs> this just happened a couple of days ago, so there is a big shakeup going on with the WWE creative team, and that's probably that's definitely the biggest news so far. And it does involve uh, Paul Heyman. He is out of the Raw creative team. I mean, I wonder why. Did they say why? Uh probably con- uh, clashing with Vince over certain talents, certain ideas. I mean, there there was going to be clashes with Vince. Um, it was just bound to happen. Even when um, even before his previous stint, when he was a uh, head uh, lead writer on SmackDown, he was clashing with Vince on um, on numerous topics and trying to get stars over. Uh, you know, back then he had the SmackDown Six to get over. Now he's trying to get over guys who haven't been used at all or were poorly used you look at like um you know he's trying to get bobby lashley over he's trying to get alistair black over he's trying to get andrade apollo cruz garza uh, he's, he's got a he's got a tough uphill battle and it could be anyone in that role but at the end of the day it's vince's show and vince is gonna end up uh, decide what he wants um there've been reports of of um shows being rewritten at the last minute which is nothing new um, even though, even like right before taping starts. So th- this has definitely been brewing for, for a while or so. Um, this does not mean Paul Heyman's gone from the company. It's just that he has two, I don't know if you guys were aware, he had two contracts. He had an on-air contract and a um, behind-the-scenes contract. But with no Brock Lesnar, I mean, what is Paul Heyman going to be doing? Uh, I mean, Brock's not coming back anytime soon. So he could be on hiatus. Yeah, I mean, with this whole uh, COVID thing, like he he was the biggest proponent of not being there if they don't need him. So Brock, yeah, he, I I don't see him coming back like probably till like August September. Like he's not coming back for a while. Brock is that coworker that like finds every single <laughs> excuse, even if he doesn't believe <laughs> in whatever's going on, to like get out of work. Um, he's a hundred percent that guy. I have a uh, religious obligations today. You don't even go to church, yeah. But my mom's uh, Catholic, so it's, it's still an obligation. I need to I need to take her to Ash Wednesday. 
I, I really oh, would want, I really want to know why they got rid of Paul Heyman. Like I, I do you guys think he was doing that bad of a job? Like well, the numbers haven't been great for Raw. They've been hitting all time lows. Declining numbers. Um, but you know, Vince goes back to old reliable. We're in like the the attitude era again. You got Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon running the shows now. Um, this this to me just screams that we're the brand split is on its way out. We've already kind of seen them starting to do it um, as far as like having like wild card 2.0 uh, <laughs> where people have kind of been going between shows. You had Charlotte running all those, all, all three shows. Um, and then, you know, you have AJ Styles winning the Intercontinental title. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but now he's a raw guy, right? AJ Styles is yeah. SmackDown. He's SmackDown, Smackdown now? guy. He's SmackDown, and the way they explained it was that uh, he was traded over to SmackDown for future considerations. Why in other words, in, in, in other words, they didn't have this planned out, so they had no idea what was going on. They He's, just said, "Well, let's just put him on SmackDown for now, and then when we think of something better for Raw that that they need." Gotcha. We'll Literally the best wrestler they have. They were just like, "Oh, you can go to go to SmackDown if if that's if they want to play it up like it is like an actual thing that like." The if Fox executives and the USA executives are fighting over people, um, that's a really bad move for USA to just give up AJ Styles. But you know, we, we got to keep it kayfabe, so I'm gonna go with what they're trying to tell us. Um, and here's another thing as well that um, there might have been tension between Heyman and AJ. Really? That, that might have been right. that might have led to where AJ might have gone over to SmackDown, where they where they wanted to get him away from Raw. Uh, I don't know if the reports are 100% true, but um, there seems to be some sort of tension amongst, really, with a, with a few people with Heyman. Uh, AJ was one of them, and if you looked at how he was portrayed on, on 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 Raw before the trade, it wasn't very, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't he wasn't at, at the top of their level. But yeah, he did he did wrestle the Undertaker at WrestleMania, and then he went on hiatus for a while. They also fired the Good Brothers, and I know that that affected AJ as well. That did affect them as well. Uh, that, that had nothing to do with Heyman, though. That was uh, ultimately the company deciding to part ways with them. Uh, maybe it was like uh, that Heyman didn't like fight for them, but to want to keep them. Could be. Maybe. Um, but, I mean, Paul Heyman doesn't really have the power to do that. He only had creative power, not like hiring yeah. and firing power. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I feel like Heyman, because remember they had Heyman and Bischoff, like they were both going to mm-hmm. run the different brands. Uh, once Bischoff was gone, it, the wheels were in motion for Vince to change his mind on, you know, the direction that they wanted to go in. So not really surprised that this happened, uh, but, it you know, it sucks. Cause and with, with, with Pritchard, he, um, he's obviously going to, he, he's obviously in tune with what Vince wants to do. Yeah, I mean they they go they go way back, um, which is crazy that you know it took. What didn't Vince fire him and he went to TNA right? Oh, he's been fired multiple times, and at yeah. the end of the day, back with the company. He always brings him back. Um, so sucks sucks for Heyman, but uh, you know I feel like maybe remember when Barack Obama was president and he had all these great ideas and everyone was super <laughs> behind him. But when it came down to it, Obama couldn't get anything done because the the House was just or the, the Senate would just block everything that the Democrats wanted to do. I feel like that's yeah. probably what Heyman wanted to do. Heyman wanted to change stuff up and like get some fresh faces out there. 
and Vince was the Senate. It was just like veto, 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 and you know, that's how that works. It's a real, yeah, it's a tough time too, because like imagine taking control of create uh, creative control during this time when there's no crowd, so you can't fucking measure anything. Yeah, that's so, another thing too. Yeah, it was that's true. situation for that guy, but he'll be back, man. He's Heyman. He'll yeah. Be fine. Uh, what else? Well, Heyman's not gone from the company. Heyman's not gone from the company. It's just that he won't be uh, he won't be in charge of the creative side for for Raw. So um, we'll see how that goes. I'm me personally, like the way I look at it, Vince McMahon even said in the in the in the, in the um in the conference call a while back saying that it's going to take some time to build these stars up. It's going to take up to 18 months. You know, the, the numbers are going to tank, but once we get these stars established, then things will pick back up. Oh, damn. He made Bobby is... get coronavirus, dude. No, <laughs> damn. 18 right? months? God damn. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's like coronavirus will probably be over by then. <laughs> dude. No, like well, as far as, as far as getting, as getting the talent over. But the thing about that, though, is that Raw has been declining every year. It's product. It's it's they really just catered to kids and uh, advertisers, and it doesn't have that same feel that it used to have. It's just it boggles my mind how you can get people to come from NXT who are already over. They're huge, and then you bring them to Raw and you shit on them, so you have to build them back up again. Like they're shooting themselves in the foot with every single call up. Where the fuck is Ricochet at? Yeah, that's a that's a big one right there that they that is a big one but one alistair Al- black alistair black is doing fine though well, i think he's doing fine he but just, how long did it take for them the how long did it take for them to get here though he was cutting promos saying who wants to pick a fight with me week after week after week uh where you know any any kind of heat that he did have was gone by the time he, he started like actually facing people yeah yeah but i think the thing with that is like it's a different type of thing because even before, you know, the, this era of wrestling, there's always been high expectations for wrestlers who have sim- seemed to flame out even before they got in. Like, you know, Waylon Mercy even. Like, like we use the example of Two Cold Scorpio, who was yeah. probably the best work at that time. So there's always reasons other than it could be the booking, but it's it's not nothing new. This has been around Wait. forever. Wait, see, you're talking that's, – that's different. That's them coming in, like, fresh. You're talking about these wrestlers from NXT, hot, 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 hot. Their own, like their own brand. Fire, and right, they come but- into the main brand and they just wash out because creative doesn't do anything good with them. It, it, that, it, that, it's, it's time and time again with every single NXT star that goes up there, burned out. Remember they how hot Bailey NXT. was? Bailey was the There's hottest NXT. thing in NXT. She came up to the main roster right. and was just another person. Yeah, but now it's, she's still. I think Bailey's probably in the top three female performers out there. Well, after five so years, I would hope something like that would change. <laughs> the analogy, I, the analogy I have with it is something like when you see, there's just sometimes either it could be bad booking, which is the case sometimes, but sometimes it's a late bloomer thing too. Like with all sports and with all forms, some people will get drafted really high and have high expectations, and then. Like not the, live okay, up to those. like here, the biggest one, Oscar, bro, Oscar, right? But the biggest, but, and she, but, they, they literally shit the bed when she went to the main roster. Well, we got a Charlotte. Charlotte's our picked. Charlotte's the golden child. Why would we? Yeah, she's give it a, to this Asian lady. 
No, <laughs> but that's not what we're trying to do. As, 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 as shitty as she's been, as she's been booked, she still had. She's a multiple multiple time champion. Uh, she's the only Grand Slam winner as a uh, as a wrestler. So she has that distinction too as a female wrestler. Um, Is she? She's the only one, right? There's nobody else who has mm-hmm. all the titles. She has not won the. Both Were they tag champions? Her and Kyrie. Oscar was a tag champion. Yeah. She won the Royal Rumble. She won Money in the Bank. She yep. won the She's Raw, the winner. SmackDown, and NXT champion. So as far as all those accomplishments go, she would be the she's the only woman so far. Bailey, yeah. So no, Bailey hasn't, hasn't won, won, won the Royal Rumble. Oh God, yeah, Bailey has not won that. So that. right now she's probably one of the most decorated, as shitty as she's been booked. She's still like accolade wise, there's no one who can really match her resume other than Charlotte, of course. But but yeah, so. As bad as that is, she's they're still pretty accomplished. Uh, but I guess you know it's still kayfabe accomplished. But it's what matters when people look back on her career. I think. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I Very just I, I think points. we we do have a a point with that. It's the they always shit the bed whenever they come up. Well, because creative in NXT is going to be different from the main roster. Uh, with with NXT, it, uh, you have a smaller bubble. And you have someone like Triple H who knows what the rest, who the wrestlers are, what gets them over. He knows the crowd and what what gets the, what gets the uh, gets over with the crowd. When you go over to the main roster, it's going to be a little different. You're going to have um, someone who uh, like Vince, who quite honestly is out of touch with he he bulldozes he's, every he's idea. Been out of touch, bro. And uh, look at the Viking Raiders. They came in. They were. They were on top of NXT. They came, they came in. They were feared, and now they're running to Cathalons and in these comedy bits. Like, what the, f- what is happening, dude? I am personally not a big fan of those segments. Uh, I'm, the, just, a couple I'm not the a segments. The, the segments they for the most part they fall a little short for me. The first one it, and the second one were passable. The, these last ones, I feel like they're just scraping the bottom of the barrel and they're just trying to squeeze some shit out of this juice we got. But it's more like, why do why why do you have to do why do you have to have these guys do everything? Do a little bit of comedy. Do a little bit of uh, of. I want to see them fight. Like, <laughs> like what are they? It, it doesn't have to be like that. Like with the with the, with War Machine, um, Viking Raiders, <laughs> have them be badasses. Have them be who they are. Have them be successful. Um, I know why, because Vince is like, it's such good shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's why. Makes it's all business. It's, yeah. it's 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 at the end of the day, it's it's his product. He gets to decide what 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 goes on his TV and what what doesn't. Um, we'll see what happens. Like I said, um, yeah, it, it, there's a huge. I mean, it's it's a huge change, especially considering that it, it just happened a couple of days ago. Um, will this affect backlash? Uh, we'll see. Uh, will Raw change? I, you know, the thing with the Raw. Better. The thing with Raw, though. Is that the, the ratings have been declining each year, and I feel like each you week. have a three-hour product, and it being on the air for three hours, you can only do so much for three hours. I'll it's, say this: uh, WWE suckered me into getting another month of uh, WWE subscription. I thought I canceled it. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Damn them! Little subscribe trick. Yeah, they get they get my money every week or every month. So <laughs> they, they get it. Oh, anyway, what else we got for news? Yeah, what else we got, Dick? Okay, so New Japan is finally uh, coming back. 
officially. It's nice. actually this weekend is starting to starting to come back. And uh, they're arenas? gonna have their first show. Empty arenas for now. Um, they plan on having the first. They're they're actually gonna be before um, the North American setting if things go right with them, and they they may have their first show with fans um, targeted sometime in July. Uh, right now, they're they're gonna try to run the um, the New Japan Cup and try to get that out of the way, and then maybe after that, come October, then if things go well, they might try to do the G1. Uh, but they're going to be coming back. Um, Japan lifted its uh, state of emergency, so that's why they're starting to run shows again. Um, although other companies in Japan have been running shows in the meantime, they've been doing empty arena settings, um, Dragon Gate, All Japan, even um, even for a little bit. Um, what's the women's pr- promotion? Um, Stardom. Stardom. Thank you. They did it for a, for a little bit as well. Uh, but this is going to be the first for really as far as major promotion in the world that's going to have fans in a setting. Let's see how that turns out and see if maybe they, they can keep this up or maybe things will go back to normal. We'll see what happens. Uh, there's just a lot of uncertainty going on at the moment. Yeah, uh, New Japan needs needs to come back. I, I feel like that's a void that uh, need that the wrestling world needs for sure to be filled. And they haven't done, and they've done a great job as far as like not laying anyone off. No one's gotten laid off. Um, there were price, there were there were pay cuts for those in um, in high, in in the higher positions in power. They took a pay cut, some as high as ninety five percent. Oh shit! Oh, damn. Well, uh, you're basically but, laid off. <laughs> I mean. I mean, it, it, it's probably maybe the, maybe the CEO that took that huge of a pay cut, and even then, he, he probably has like stock options that are probably worth more than his salary. And he's probably 100%. not greedy and like he's like, I can live comfortable with this. Let me help out everybody else where you know. There's over, ways around it over here in the yeah. United States. Like, fire everybody. I'm not losing anything. <laughs> I'm building You're my new fired. Titan Towers. Damn it! I don't give a shit. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, well, as far as like news go, I mean, that's pretty much just, I mean, the, the Heyman story is the big story. That's, that's, we'll right. see how this changes the shows. I mean, I don't know. Um, Raw has been not very watchable. Um, three hours is not helpful at all. <laughs> and especially if you have a clash of interest, clash of ideas, battling, this was, I mean, it's just it was bound to happen, and this week's Raw was no exception. Yeah, let's move on to Raw because um, I'm not gonna lie, I got about halfway through and realized I was watching a rerun of a rerun of a rerun of a rerun, and just kind of turned it off and just kind of killed my week of wrestling. I didn't want to watch anything after the first uh, little bit of Raw. Um, what did you guys think of Raw? I think Raw, like like you said, there's a lot of repeat. Um, you know, it seems like a reoccurring rerun, but I think that has to do with the fact that it's taped and the energy just off, really. The um, crowd, the crowd is killing it for me because they, I feel like they're told, make sure you boo when Seth Rollins comes out or someone's holding up a sign or telling people when to clap or having like someone start a chant. Like it's, it doesn't seem real to me and it, it really kills it for me. Well, right. that and but, also yeah. if they're doing multiple tapings, they're going to be tired. You could tell 
uh, that they're exhausted after a certain amount of time. I mean, when you're doing four or six hours of tapings and you're cheering for that long, it's just like being in the crowd at a major uh, like event like SummerSlam or WrestleMania. Being in the crowd for six hours is draining. You would think they'd rotate people out, you know, but Shotzi's in the same spot for like four weeks in a row. I'm like, damn, dude. Yes. <laughs> at least you see, yeah. have a move around Shotzi, a little bit. Jessamine Duke, Caden uh, Carter. Carter. Uh, you're starting to see the normals there. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like Brock Lesnar guy. Like I'm like, okay, that's 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 her seat. That's where she's supposed to be. Or there's uh there's Green Guy or uh, the guy with his mom or there's the old man with his guy. family or sign guy, tie dye guy. Um, but yeah. Um, so go ahead. Do you think with with things opening back up, do you think that they'll like? Do you think they'll start with a, like a small group, like in the performance center? They can fit. Like they have all of them spread out. Why not have a couple like fa- real fans in there? If they're going to have them spread out and blocked by plexiglass, you know. Well, it's probably more of an insurance liability than anything. Like if you're an employee, I guess it's okay for you to be there. Um, and it's easier to do that. But if you have like normalized people, it's going to be hard to get insurance. And for one, it's not allowed yet, I don't think. For to have like an, an audience? Mostly everything's opening back up. So, right, but that's like phase four, they call it, where they, they have live events where you can have actual crowds. Because it's yeah, not that's a, true. Like, it's at Full Sail, right? Where they're filming? It's right? in Florida, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking something. Because the NXT set looks different than. Okay, uh, they're at Full Sail for NXT, but the Performance Center for Raw and SmackDown, right? They're, 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 they're at the PC. I'm sorry, they're at the PC for all three. Oh, okay. I thought the NXT looked different to me. NXT looks different in that um, it's more. It looks like it's more open because they got rid of, um, they got rid of the side of, of the side aisles, so it looks more open. Okay. Mm. But they're they're all it, it's all at the PC. Um, now, as far as getting audiences back, that's the end goal because uh, Florida opened up earlier than uh, most of the other states. Uh, right now, you know, we're we're in California. We're already at fa- at phase three. Of, of opening everything, but sporting facilities, sporting events are going to be open to the public. Florida, they're a little ahead of us, but given that we're hearing news that cases are going up in Florida and in other states that open up sooner, Vince's goal is he wants to get people in, he wants to get fans for SummerSlam, whether it happens at the PC or it happens somewhere nearby, full sale. That's the end goal. They want to get uh, SummerSlam with fans. Um, is it going to happen? I don't know. I don't think so, Tim. I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I, I. I. just. I just don't know. Uh, but that is the go. They're gonna like Vince is gonna find some way to have fans, whether it's real, like actual wrestling fans that that pay. And even then, we don't know how that's gonna be set up. I mean, it just seems like it's gonna be all on the fly. It's just like we'll just see what happens. So, if anyone from WWE is listening to this podcast. Talk to Dana White. Get him to fight Island. That might be the only way you can make this happen. Get fans into Fight Island and do it. Do it on the beach. <coughs> it's SummerSlam. It sells itself. It should be on a beach, anyways. That'd be uh, awesome. I th- I think that would be dope. I go like WCW used to have their their shit at Daytona Beach all the time. Uh, Bash of the Beach used to be on the beach. Um, I say go for it. Um. What do you guys think of the Peep Show segment with Edge and Christian and then Randy Orton eventually coming out and uh, interrupting? 
Uh, it's nice. I mean, it's nice to see Edge and Christian. They have, you know, they, they're they're boys. They they can talk to each other. Um, is did this make you think that this is gonna be the greatest match ever? Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> greatest match ever. The greatest wrestling match ever. Don't ruin my joke, bro. There's supposed to be a long pause there. Oh. Um, yeah, well, it did nothing for me. I'm now. I'm just looking forward to see what kind of match they put forward. That's um, the with all the hype. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I want to see them be like. Oh wait, nope, that wasn't the greatest match ever. I hope they go back on it. If they doesn't, that'd be some awesome self awareness of that. What if it actually is the greatest match ever? No. Even if it is the greatest match ever, the fact that they've built it as the greatest match ever is automatically disqualifies it from being anywhere near that right well yeah but why would you do that to them though why would you put them at such an impossible standard that they can't live up to um even at their peak i mean i wouldn't put that on anyone and say hey you guys got to deliver and put the greatest wrestling match ever by the way we're advertising it as such yeah um this part this much i do know is that the the match has already been done they, they already recorded it so they're, it looks like they're going to get the cinematic treatment as well, more or less. I mean, is it the greatest match ever if it's not a live match? Uh, well, there's no fans in the crowd to begin with. Uh, but I, I mean, if you're pre-taping it, you can, and someone botches a spot. All right, cut. All right, go back to the corner spot, and then we'll just start from there, right? I mean, it's not the greatest match ever. Probably already disqualified. There shouldn't be any errors yeah, as far as that goes. And they'll probably have a lot of different uh, finishes that are recorded. I would have at least been recording some. That way you can kind of see how that looks. Bless <coughs> you, Corona. Corona. Yeah. <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> um, I think they literally shot themselves in the foot. We talked about this before, how, like, no fight or no, like, match has ever been said. Like, this, that, this is the greatest match ever, and you're going to watch it right now. Like, it's always, like, that was the greatest match ever. We already watched it and everything. So, like, I think they're shooting themselves in the foot. It's not going to be a good match. I mean, it's going to be good, but it's not going to be the greatest. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gone into a match and been like, this is going to be the greatest match I've ever seen. And then me walk out and be like, yeah, I was right. That was the greatest match I've ever seen. (laughs) Because the expectations can't be met, you know? Mm -mm. I think the only time for me that that I would have been thinking, holy shit, this could be up up there and then it exceeded my expectations was um was really okada omega at, at dominion back in 2018 i i argue and say that's the greatest wrestling match i've ever seen yeah but yeah we, i don't watch new japan like i should um so like i'm not like as in like invested and like in the know of what to like i don't know new japan just isn't like my my number one go-to Okay, this is where we get, like, in New Japan, it's this is a great wrestler and this is a great wrestler. It should be a great match. But it's never, like, I mean, is Randy Orton the greatest wrestler ever? Has he ever been? No. Has I mean, Edge maybe, yeah. I mean, he's had some great matches. I wouldn't even put Edge in that. But not, Mm -hmm. not the greatest. Like, Kenny Omega, greatest of all time. Like... Uh, you know Nakamura, greatest. I of wouldn't all even time. say greatest of all time. I mean, I, I wouldn't put Kenny up there yet. But uh, that's a debate for another day. But yeah, but like a contender, uh, contender for greatest. Yeah, 
Okada. I mean, yeah, like there, there's these great, Okada. there's these great like wrestlers where you would say that's the greatest wrestler. He's a great wrestler. Him against anyone is going to be a great match. I can't say that about Randy Orton and Edge. Like who who's saying that? <laughs> but yeah, for me, yeah. for me personally, I've never really been an Edge Edge Mark and Edge either. Um, he was cool, but I feel like WWE makes him out to be this uh, legend where, I don't know, he, he never really did anything for me. Good wrestler, great guy. He's, he's funny, uh, especially like on the Edge and Christian show, stuff like that. I get his sense of humor, um, but I never thought of Edge like, oh, my God, Edge is on the show? I have to watch, you know? Never put my butt in the seat. Yeah, yeah. he's definitely a tier two guy. He's not the tier one elite. Because tier one elites can make make your ass famous, as the great philosopher was once said. But yeah, Jeff Hardy would get my ass in a seat. Oh no, for sure, easy. Edge. He, could, he could make a match. No. Yeah, Edge never really did that for me. Um, I mean, other than that, other than that, nothing really happened on Raw. I feel like uh, Charlotte was in a like couple matches. She was in a tag match, and then she was in the main event, of, of course. Woman reigns, um, and she d- she didn't lose to Oscar, so that's par for the course. Um, they're forwarding the uh, Seth Seth Rollins Rey Mysterio feud. Um, I like that Rey has like a mask, but like you could see one eye and the other eye is covered, so that's a nice little touch. I'm interested to see what Dominic is gonna bring to all this because he seems like he's a little pissed off, angsty kid. Um, towards Seth, so we'll see where that goes. Like, it reminds me a lot of me when I was that age. Like, oh, I'm gonna, I, I, I can't beat you up, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, other than that, how old I'm, is how old is Dominic? I think he's like 21. I was gonna say he's got to be like early 20s. I want to say. I remember when he was a baby, dude. Yeah, we're, like five kids then. We're old, dude. Um, but yeah. Andrade won a triple threat match. I mean, this is a way to get around giving him a, a rematch because I guess they don't redo rematches anymore. It's very weird. Um, and then, like, Lana is still trying to be mad at Bobby Lashley. It's the same thing each week. It's it's just, ugh. Couldn't do it, guys. Um, I did watch SmackDown last night, though, um, which, how long do they give AJ and Daniel Bryan? That, that was the match. I feel like they told each other, like, we're going to put on the greatest wrestling match ever two days before the pay-per-view because this match should have been on the pay-per-view. It would have outshined. Maybe that's why they didn't put on the pay-per-view because it was going to outshine Randy Orton and Edge. 100%, yeah, it was. I believe that. <laughs> it, 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 it was, and they went a good while. I think it was uh, It was definitely over 25 minutes. might be closer to 30. There was a shitload of commercials. I know that. There was a lot of commercials. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was weird how they put it in the middle of the segment, which I, 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 I guess it made sense. Because Should have been the main AJ, event. AJ did win, and they probably didn't want the heel to end the show. Um, I, 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 SmackDown was that was pretty much the only highlight of SmackDown was the AJ Daniel Bryan match. Absolutely. Very good match. The rest of the show was dog shit. Wait, hold the um, phone. It was I Jeff think- Piss. The, the, the no, let me, let me phrase that. Let me, let me phrase that. Let Bobby it was get his a joke. It was out. a piss poor show. Let Bobby get his joke. In. <laughs> you need to wa- You need to wait a second. That piss spot was great. <laughs> oh my gosh! The the show starts off with uh, Sheamus forcing Jeff Hardy 
Before he signs a contract, he doesn't want to be in the ring with a junkie, which I guarantee you Sheamus has been in the ring with a junkie at some point. Um, going back, go, going the back in the end when he was wrestling OVW, FCW, he guaranteed was in the ring with a junkie at some point. Uh, whether, it be, whether it be steroids or alcoholic, he, he's been in the ring with some kind of degenerate. Um, he was in the ring with Triple H, so he's definitely been in the ring with a degenerate. Um, <laughs> there you go. But um, yeah, God, sometimes I'm just on, you know. Uh, that was a good one. <laughs> So he, he makes Jeff take a piss on national TV in the middle of the ring, and uh, he fills up a jar, a big jar. I've never seen a pee sample this big. Dude, like, it was like this, and it was full to, like, right here. Yeah. Like, it was it dark. had to have been, like, good 24 ounces. Bro, you need to be drinking some water because that was yellow. That was dark, dude. <laughs> that looked like the kind of pee when you wake up in Vegas, like after a weekend, you're like packing up like, oh shit, I gotta take a piss. And you go to the bathroom and it's just the darkest pee you've ever had in your life. Um, that's a, lot of, Jeff- a lot of energy drinks. <laughs> a lot of energy drinks yeah. and Jaeger bomb and Jaeger bombs for sure. Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. <laughs> Jaeger. Jaeger bombs. Um, so Jeff, you need to drink more water, bro. I, dude, I drink so much water now. My, my pee is basically water. Like I could drink it again because it's just clear as day. <laughs> Hey, it's sterile. It's sterile. I mean, it's, it went through my. It's been processed. <laughs> Anyways, um, what I noticed because I saw a lot of people talking about, oh, I, that was so gross when Jeff Hardy threw his piss in Sheamus's face, and I'm like, wait, that didn't happen in the show. They cut that out on the West Coast feed. Yeah, it did wow. happen. They, uh, that's crazy. It is um, kind of gross, though. That's weird. it's yeah. Fox is like, no, we're not airing this again. Um, so yeah, and, and actually like he did say, I'd rather be pissed off than pissed on, um, which was a nice, like a little, like, yippee-ki-yay motherfucker. Like one of those kinds of like, yeah, when you kill the bad guy or like, uh, Mr. Freeze, uh, tells the cops, Hey, coppers freeze. And then he like just <laughs> freezes them. Like it's a good, like tagline oh, with a, ta- what he tag like, like that? I could be an action hero. Um, Simpsons reference. <laughs> Um, anyways. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah. Uh, piss in the face, cut out for the West Coast feed. Um, I had to find it online. I felt like I was looking up something dirty. I had to look up Jeff Hardy pisses in Seamus' face. Um, <laughs> it's on X videos. You can go check it out. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> other than that, in the AJ Styles match... SmackDown was equally awful. Um, they're I don't know what they're doing. We finally got Tucker back on TV, which, you know, I'm glad he's alive. I'm glad he's not fired. Uh, but he's he's just a cheerleader for Otis now. So sad to see. Um, and then you got Mandy Rose there. So he's even lower on the pecking order. Um, literally pecks like on the mouth. What is this going to play into? A breakup of heavy machinery. I, they can't do that. They don't have any tag teams. Why are they breaking up tag teams? I, I don't know. But where are um, the tag team titles? <laughs> like, uh, the New Day, which the New yeah, Day they like, had a match when they came to the ring. They did uh, they did the little kneel and the the fist raise in the in the air. I thought that was very powerful. Um, it, it sent a it's message. A shame, shame they lost uh, Nakamura and Cesaro. So it's yeah. possible they might they they might have a rematch on Sunday. Um, I, I don't know what the exact card's going to look like for Backlash, but. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if they're going to be thrown in in, um, in the card for that uh, for for a rematch. 
Um, yeah, we'll, we're going to give those predictions at the end. So we'll, we'll take a look at the card and see uh, how the card is shaping up. It's got to be pretty much done right now. They'll, they, they will drop a match like an hour before the show because that's how they do it. Um, what did you guys think of NXT? I, I missed NXT and AW both this week, so you guys know better than I do. Yeah, I missed both. Yeah, I missed NXT. I, I watched uh, uh, AEW. How was it? Was pretty good. Um, was I the only one that watched uh, NXT and AEW this week? You're the I only so, crazy yeah. one, dude. <laughs> oh, I, I, man. I, I couldn't, dude. Raw just ruined wrestling for me this week. It was very demoralizing to like be like, why am I watching this? This is, <laughs> I can't, I can't this week. Uh, but how was well, AEW? Yeah. I'll, I'll sum up AEW. It was like, it was a good. Good show. They had FTR come out. They uh they fought um what's his name the butcher, butcher and the blade. blade butcher and the blade. It was it was a good match. Um, then you had the young bucks come out, which is odd for me because they're saying that they're the best in the world, but they don't have the tag titles. So it's like, I hope that FTR comes out and says like, how are you the best in the world when you don't even have the tag titles? We're going after the titles, not you guys. So uh-huh. I hope that they play into that. Like, I'd like it, but you know we'll see. But um, what else did what else happened? Well, with that, they they have plenty of time as far as building up a match between those two. They don't yeah don't need to do it right away, nor should they. No, they want to. You want to have a crowd for that match because that would be something special. Um, Now going back to the to the match with Butcher and Blade and FTR, they did a lot of old school moves in that match. They did a lot of old school finishers. They did the old Power and Glory finisher. Um, they did their own their old WWE finisher, which they renamed it the um, the um, something Express. I forgot. It's a good it's night homage. Express. No, no, no. Uh, good night Express. Yeah. So they named it the Good Night Express, which I thought was pretty cool. They were a little rusty, but other than that, I mean, you saw what you would see normally see in um, WWE, but now that they're able to go out and do their own thing. Um, give us some time once they once they give her that ring rust, which it shouldn't take very long. They're up there with they're up there as far as like the best tag teams in the world go with the Young Bucks and with um, and with uh, Lucha Bros. AEW has a stacked division. They have a stacked tag team division. Probably almost I almost want to say two stacked because I haven't even mentioned Omega and Hangman, and, and they're, they're the tag champs. And they're the only thrown together team. Right, I don't think there's. Well, no, they had um, uh, Goldust and um, what's his name? QT Marshall. Marshall. But they're but yeah. they're a faction. But they're a faction. Yeah, they're they're like a yeah. thing. And um, you you have best friends. You have Jurassic Express. You got a lot of good teams in AEW. A lot of a lot of talent that are being used. Um, maybe not every week, but when they are used, they're they're put in competitive good matches. Yeah, they weren't they weren't lying when they said they were gonna they were gonna bring back tag team wrestling. So. It's it was a good show. I, I liked it. I liked the whole uh, Orange Cassidy with and then uh, Jericho comes out hits him with oranges. That was hilarious. They had uh, orange juice poured <laughs> it all over him. Hilarious, freshly squeezed. Why not? It was funny. Why not? I heard I heard uh, Cassidy was bleeding and like Jericho's like yeah, he's a blood orange. Yeah, um, <laughs> those were blood oranges by the way that he got hit with. Oh, dude. Okay, yeah. Uh huh. It's the little Hilarious. things, and I AEW does it so much better than WWE. They, they just the details. The the yeah. uh, the details are are really the things that I appreciate. Um, I guess we'll jump to uh, NXT. How was NXT, Dick? 
Well, before before you go there, uh, I, I got a couple more things I want to talk about with uh, with it, with Dynamite. Uh, Cody did again in the show. Um, it's second second week in a row that he had uh, had a match for the TNT Championship defended against uh, Mark Quinn. Uh, pretty good match. Uh, Quinn's it wasn't as good as last week. I thought I thought the Jungle Boy match was was better, but. I, I like the idea of Cody defending the belt against uh, these up and comers, trying to get them to expose, trying to get these guys over. I heard um, they had a good match, especially because Quinn's Mark, a tag team guy. It was good. I, I, th- I think the Janelle, I think the Jungle Boy match was way better. Um, just Mark Quinn is just he he he's still a little green, but he's got a lot to he's got a lot to learn. But once he learns his stuff, he'll, he'll be really they're gonna be really 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 good. Yeah, those guys are only like 20, 21. They're super young, um, so They're youngsters. That's awesome. Good for good for Cody, and you know, trying to build up uh, the, the these undercard guys. Not um, like WWE. Yeah. I, well, they, the they, way AEW builds their talent, um, you know, they have old, they have former WWE stars, and then they have established stars from other promotions. Their goal is to get the uh, younger talent over, and it's been working. I mean, you look at uh, Darby Allen; he's more over than he's been. Uh, Jungle Wait, Boy's been. Did Tony Hawk really make an appearance on on Dynamite? Yes. Oh yeah, shit! They, yeah. So this was released a that couple days ago. Week. That wins everything. That 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 one's Tony been Hawk? released a couple. Yes, a couple days ago they did release it online. So it was actually shown online first, uh, but they they showed it again on Dynamite. Uh, Darby doesn't have clearance to wrestle, but Tony Hawk gave him clearance to skate. <laughs> and he just kept he kept trying to uh he just kept trying to do uh to dive off the ladder with uh try to land on the board and he just kept eating shit oh, every single no. time and I, I felt it i was like oh dude it's like, like uh watching jackass yeah it, it it made me like did you watch that did you watch that segment bobby with uh, yeah Darby it was Allen? pretty funny how, i mean how i did you I, some of the falls looked like they hurt, but I kind of feel like he was like embellishing it a little because he's a wrestler, you know. Well, you gotta so, sell it, brother. And he's a skateboarder. And, and he's a skater too. So like, he, I think he knows how to fall, and I think he was playing the part, but it looked like it, it hurt. But he was just like going off the ladder with the, the skateboard constantly. It was really cool. I would love if Darby Allen gets a, a birdhouse sponsorship out of this. Dude, that'd be put, funny, put him man. in the new Tony Hawk game as like an unlockable character. Ooh, that's always that's a possibility, baby. DLC? WWE would never do that. WWE would never do that. No. Well, if it was bad for business, they would. Yeah. Well, no, they'd have Tony Hawk come out and like <laughs> get beat up or something, or like you know treat him, or or make him do an ollie over someone, like something stupid. Yeah. That's oh, how they, that's how they there do. was one other thing that happened on AEW that I thought was really cool, and it's uh, with Cole uh, Cabana, and he, I think he might be joining the Dark Order. Cult's gonna join a cult? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, I I I thought it was really funny. Like, um, what's his name? Uh, Brody the Lee? exalted one. Brody Lee came out and like you know he was talking to him, and then. When Colt lost his match, he came out and helped him up and, you know, kind of show him that, like, nudge, nudge, join us. And at the end, he was knocking on their door. So I can't see I can't see Colt Cabana doing that. Me either. But I mean, I mean, they're playing it. It's funny. First time ever. First time ever. 
Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> it'd be really funny if he did join, though. But other than that, I mean, it was a good show. All right, all right. I uh, got to make sure to watch on on when I can. Um, how was how was NXT? Takeover. This is the this is the post uh, in your house takeover. I thought it was okay. Um, it seems like they're going to be uh, leading up to new storylines. Velveteen Dream should stay away from the from the uh, NXT Championship. I well, don't think he, he has to. Be, he shouldn't even be near it right now at the moment. I don't know what they're going to do with him. I don't know what they're going to do with Adam Cole. Uh, there's, there's, it seems like we got, kind of got an idea toward the end of the show. I don't want to. I'm going to skip right away towards the end. Do it. And uh, Adam Cole did have a match with uh, Dexter Loomis. Uh, Adam Cole did win with a little help from um, Undisputed Era. They're really pushing this Dexter Loomis guy. Yeah, um, he's. You know, he's got a look. He's got a. He's got a. a, a He's got a look that is um, that's that that is there. You know, it's it's the look and the gimmick. They figured might as well do something with it. He looks like um, Joey Ryan's scary dad. He does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he looks he looks like our buddy Taco. He does look like Taco for sure. He looks like our buddy Taco. Shout out to Taco. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the show, it it it's revealed that. Um, that Scarlet comes out and she holds an hourglass, flips it up, signifying that Adam Cole's time is up, and that the next challenger might be uh, Karrion Cross, which I'm all for it. Actually, I I, I think um, that like, I, uh, you don't think that's too soon? Not really, because uh, Adam Cole's faced everyone in the company. I mean, in NXT, as far as getting a shot, I mean, I I think you probably if I the one thing I will say though is you might want to have someone you might want to have him drop the belt to a baby face and then have Karrion win it but I, they have, they're putting a lot of they're they're, they're investing a lot in Karrion Cross cuz he's got the look he's got the gimmick he's got the talent he's, he's got, got scarlet much, he's got scarlet oh just wait till got, wait wait till it makes it to the main roster Vince is going to take a look at scarlet and totally forget about this guy cuz <laughs> it's going to be Rusev Lana all over again uh-huh I you know oh yeah I don't think so because I think with with Carrion he he can cut it he could cut a very good promo no I'm not saying Rusev can't cut a promo but I think with the fact that he speaks English better than Rusev yeah that's true I think he has that as an advantage he can carry in a conversation <laughs> oh, I, I think no, you're stretching with that one <laughs> I got it I got it it's good. <laughs> Uh, so we'll see we'll see how that how that works out um they they're investing a lot on on him so uh we'll see how it turns out um all he hope for the the phantasma uh he had a rematch with drake maverick and uh turns out that uh, he was a mastermind behind the kidnappers i mean which isn't surprising not a surprise um i heard he took off his mask though Yes, so he's no longer going by El Hijo del Fantasma, but instead he's that was, going by... That was the one thing that I liked about him. But he's going by Santos Escobar, which is fine. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think it's I think it's fine. Um, we'll see how this goes. Um, There's only one gonna have their own. It's not Escobar. But we'll see how this goes. I, they're going to have their own faction in NXT. We'll see. Cool. Let's so get into the backlash uh, predictions here. Uh, let me let me pull it up real quick. Um, not really excited for this pay per view. I'm not gonna lie. 
Um, I almost forgot it was going on. You know, we we've kind of been hit with a lot of pay per views. Um, you had Dynamite, or you had Double or Nothing, then you had In Your House, and now you have uh, Backlash. And what was the last one? Money in the <laughs> Bank, right? Yeah, something. I feel like there's been a pay per view every week. Um, but here we go. We're well, gonna. Last week was In Your House. A couple of weeks ago was Double or Nothing, and then Money in the Bank was uh, a little over a month ago. Yeah. Um. So let's uh let's start here. Bob, you get to go first. We got Apollo Cruz versus Andrade for the United States Championship. Uh, someone want to write these down? I got them in the 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 notebook notepad or whatever the the notes. In the notes, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna say I want Andrade to win. Keep I in haven't mind, been following Apollo. the whole thing, okay. but I, I that's who I would want to win. <laughs> Keep in mind, Apollo recently won the U.S. title a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that is true. All right, so you're going to go Andrade. Are you going Andrade or Apollo? I'm going to go Andrade. I I know Apollo just won it, and I think they're trying to, like, boost him, but eh, I don't want him to win. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who do you you got, Byron? Uh, I'm going to go with Apollo. Just keep it on the champ for a while. All right, Dick. As I as I mentioned, Apollo did win the U.S. title a couple of weeks ago from Andrade. I think this is just going to play into uh, the breakup between Zelina's crew, especially between um, between Andrade and uh, Garza. Garza. So Garza is going to get involved somehow, and it's going to backfire. And I think that's where they're going to eventually do the uh, do the feud. Uh, I think Apollo, and besides, Apollo just recently won the bell. Why play hot potato with with it again? I don't see Andrade winning the bell anytime soon. I I, I think that's where Andrade's going to go with Hector Gar with um Angel Garza. At least give Apollo a decent run to see how he does as U.S. champ. So I'm going to go with Apollo. Uh, keep in mind though, now that Paul Heyman's out of the picture, and, and Paul Heyman was very high on hey, Apollo. Yeah, things Shit. can change. Yeah, so there's a possibility that they might just put the belt back on Andrade. If history is taught anything, WWE doesn't pick black guys to be their champions. <laughs> <laughs> um, Minus the Rock Pat. and Kofi for um, a, a good a good run into you know till he met the. Uh, the white supremacist looking Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. All right. Anyways, moving on. Um, I'm going to go Apollo on this too. I think, I think it's, it's time for them to really try to do something with them. If they're going to do something with them, it's got to be now. Um, this could be one of my, the best matches of the night as well, because one, it's a pay-per-view and two Apollo. I don't, I feel like he's, he's never gotten that chance to really display his offense. Um, he's always, you know, doing the J-O-B and not really getting a chance to shine. So I'm going to go Apollo on this one. Um, up next, all right, all right. we got Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Alyssa, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, and the Iconics. Triple threat for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Byron, who do you got in this one? Damn, I want to say champs retain because I want them to be champs for longer because I like what Bailey's doing right now and what they're doing with Bailey. Uh shit. You know what? I think it's gonna go with um iconics 
because I think this starts the feud uh, for SummerSlam for Bailey Sasha. Interesting. Um, who do you got in this one, Dave? All right. Bailey and Sasha, they just won the, the tag champs last Friday on SmackDown. So they've, uh, they've had it for a little over a week. SummerSlam is going to be around the corner. It's going to be about two months or so. We saw a variation of this match on Raw. Um, if you take out uh, Alexa and Nikki and replace it with, um, with Charlotte and Asuka. So this match did happen on Raw this past Monday. I don't see Alexa and Nikki regaining the belts right for this match. I think the Iconics are, are there to eat the pin. And I see I see Sasha and Bailey at least retaining for one more pay-per-view and or at least one more raw, I should say. Um so would you go for? Sasha Sasha Bailey. Okay. I'm also gonna go for the champs to uh retain. Um mostly because yes, they just won them. And I I don't know um how long they uh I don't know when they're going to start doing this feud between them. Um, it seems like they're on the same page right now, but um, I don't know. I just feel like it wouldn't be the right time for them to lose it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Sasha and Bailey. Who do you got, Bob? Same. I think they're going to wait to um, kind of pin them on each other. Something's going to happen, and then they're going to, like, turn on each other, and then that's when you're going to get the whole big big match between them two. So I think they're going to keep going with it. You could always do a storyline where they've done it a million times before the begrudging uh, tag team champions where they don't like each other, but they're on a team. Um, yeah. We can get that. We can get that going. We can have the tag champs fighting for the uh, SmackDown's title at SummerSlam too. Um, I think that'd be very interesting. All right. I I'm mean, that was uh Sheamus and Cesaro for a while, but then they actually caught on the same page. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, speaking of Sheamus, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus in a singles match. Um, I, they should have put this up piss on a pole match. I think that would have been a great stipulation <laughs> for this match. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but you know, they, they just didn't do it. Um, I think, I think Jeff Hardy, um, is showed a lot of fire on SmackDown. Um, it looks like he's pretty pissed off at Sheamus. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a joke. Um, but I am gonna go with Sheamus. I feel like uh, what happened on SmackDown really left a bad taste in his mouth. And uh, <laughs> there you go. Oh my god. Uh, maybe asparagus. Maybe uh, lack of water. <laughs> Uh, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Sheamus. I think this is this match is gonna have a, have another blow off. Um, something's gonna happen, so I'm gonna go, Sheamus, in this one. Uh, Bobby, you're up. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go the same. I don't, I don't see them really going anywhere with uh, with Jeff Hardy. I think he's kind of like their lack, you know, their lackey. Just do this real quick, and you know, I don't think they're gonna keep him on the roster for very much longer. To be honest with you. I think he's going to get the boot pretty soon. So, Who's going to get yeah. the boot? I, I see Jeff Hardy like not staying in the WWE very much longer. I don't either. Yeah, I think this. Yeah, this storyline is probably just like yeah, whatever. Just get me on TV so I can get out of here. Yeah, I think he's just trying to you know play out his his contract, and I don't think he's going to stay there very much longer. He'll probably end up joining his brother in AEW. Who do you got, Byron? 
Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Jeff Hardy. I actually think the opposite. I think they're going to keep him around longer and maybe use him for like a big storyline going forward. Plus, Sheamus, if anyone's going to retire or be done anytime soon, I think it's Sheamus. Okay, okay. And Dick? Well, your your jokes are funnier than that segment on SmackDown. That was just, <laughs> I, that was a, I, when I heard about it, when I first heard about what they were going to do, and I saw it, and I'm I'm just like, it was. I mean, it was unoriginal. They 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 pulled it from other from other. Um, Didn't Shawn Michaels uh, do it to Vince McMahon in 2006? Shawn, uh, Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon did it to Shawn Michaels in 2006, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think JBL wanted to give CM Punk a drug test in their preparation for their uh, World Heavyweight that. Title yeah. match ten years ago. Uh, I'm. I'm not a fan of those drug test segments then. I'm not a fan of those drug, se- drug test segments now, and I, I never will be. Why was the jar uh, so big? I, I think why why was the box so small? That's yeah. that's something that none of you guys asked. That was such a small like box. Like there was no privacy at all there's, whatsoever. At least put a cover on it. Like there's women right in front of you. Uh, that and they tell you they tell you don't fill it to the top whenever you get a drug test for a job or whatever they tell you don't fill it to the top we only need like a quarter of the cup anyways a small small amount Um, now Bobby mentioned about Jeff Hardy's contract situation it was originally supposed to expire back on March 1st but since he got um, since he got arrested he got injured it's been pushed back uh, even further I could see WWE keeping Hardy just so that way he doesn't go anywhere else, i.e. AEW. Uh, I don't know if, if, if what they're going to do with Jeff Hardy. Uh, Sheamus, to me, does need a win more. And I, I somehow get the feeling this is not the end of the rivalry. This is just the beginning. They're going to have a, they're going to have a lot of matches after on SmackDown. So I could see Sheamus winning the first one and then Hardy winning the second one and then just have a series of matches back and forth on SmackDown. Well Jeff already so Jeff already beat Sheamus already recently, right? On uh was it I think was a while ago like the IE tournament the Intercontinental Tournament, I think. Yeah, yeah, the you're right. Tournament, you're so, right. Um that's why I think Sheamus is gonna win this too. I think he's gonna win this one, but I I don't see the rivalry ending. I think it's gonna keep going. Yeah, same. Um, up next, we got Asuka versus Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Championship. I didn't realize that Backlash is like a co-branded pay-per-view. They have like, right? They used to have like a Raw pay-per-view or SmackDown pay-per-view. I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I'm mixing it up. Back in the day, they were uh, they were exclusive pay-per-views for, for a brand. Uh, but they stopped doing that. Like they, they did it twice, as a matter of fact. When, when the brand split first happened in the early 2000s, they had exclusive brand pay-per-views yeah and after 2006 it became like all the brands just in one and then they tried doing it again when they uh, redid the draft in 2016 they would have exclusive brand pay-per-views and then that stopped after a couple months as things do um who do you got in this one bob oscar and nia Jax. i'm gonna go oscar just because i don't like nia Jax. Simple as that. Dang. They they can't take the belt off for that quickly. She just won it. She did just win it. Uh, Asuka Byron, who do you got? 
I'm gonna go Oscar too because Nia Jax is probably in the doghouse still. Um, yeah, there's no way Oscar needs to have be this type of champ right now. All right, Dick. I think it's a clean sweep. There's there's no way they're gonna put the belt on Nia Jax. Nia Jax doesn't deserve the belt. Nia Jax should not even be on Raw or SmackDown at all. Uh, she needs to go back to developmental. She needs to really focus on her work. She's a hazard to, especially to Kyrie Sane. Let's get her as far removed from Kyrie Sane as possible for Please, Kyrie's yes. hell. Yeah, this, I, I I agree. I think uh, I think Nia Jax um, needs to learn that you know you're in there to take care of your opponent for the most part. You're not there to literally hurt them. Um, when someone says I'm not set and you still launch them anyways, um, that's that's not good. Um, I I don't think Nia Jax should be anywhere near uh, the title picture. I get it; she's big, she's the cousin of the Rock, um, but she is awful, and she needs to, you know, maybe go back to developmental or I don't know. I just think that I know a lot of people are like piling on on Nia Jax, and uh, you know, things happen in the ring. There are accidents, but the track record kind of speaks for itself. So. I'm going to Oscar on this one because um, Nia Jax shouldn't be the champion. Um, up next, Braun Strowman versus The Miz and Morrison in a handicap match for the Universal title. They've been pulling oh pranks on this guy. They uh, they try to Nickelodeon slime him. They put Mentos in his uh, fucking protein shake. I don't know. Um, who cares? Who cares? Who? I mean, maybe one of you guys do. Byron, who do you got in this one? The winner, uh, so if Miz and John Morrison wins, they're the champ or whoever pins. They're they're co champ. I think they're co champions. Uh, that's how they're portraying it as. So I don't think it's going to be exclusive. If one pins, then that person who pins Braun's going to win. Uh, but you don't have to worry about it because it's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I really want <laughs> Miz and John Morrison to win, but we all know that's not a reality at this point. So Strowman. Strowman. Uh Dick, what do you got? So uh like I was saying with, with with it, it's it's a handicap match. If one of them wins, they're gonna be co-champions. It just lowers the value of the universal champion. That's supposed to be the top belt on SmackDown. And I I, I it, the the challengers are complete jokes at this point. Uh the way they they've they've been portrayed lately, um, it's almost like they were like like last week's segment on SmackDown, it was like kind of like a, a cheap version of Impractical Jokers, <laughs> except it wasn't even funny at all. I, I didn't even get a laugh out of it. And Not then <laughs> on and then on SmackDown yesterday where they had the six-man tag match with um, where uh, Dolph Ziggler joined them, my first thought right away is like, these guys are like a bunch of goons for like a 90s, uh, for a 90s kids movie with the evil boss, and he sends this dumbass henchman after them. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're the like, guys from Three Ninjas. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Oh man, I and I, go on. Why would I care about these guys? Like, why would I care? It because I could see Vince McMahon saying, "This is such good shit." I mean, but sadly, it's, but yeah, it's not. It's it's, it's, it's really not. Um, yeah. I fast forwarded that once I knew what the main event was. I for my money, I already saw the main event. I didn't need to watch the rest of the show. Um, and then I just saw, you know, the baby faces win. LOL. And, you know, it's just 
I, I, yeah, I'm not yeah. a fan of these just thrown together matches and they make, you know, you have guys like uh, Ziggler and, um, you know, John Morrison and The Miz to a certain extent. The Miz was a main eventer and you see what they're doing to him now. And I mean, I, I, I don't like the guy, but I feel bad for him. His spot is, I mean, technically he is challenging for the universal title right now. Um, so, I mean, right. that's still something that he can say. But at the same time, they're, they're treating it as a total joke. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go Strowman on this one, too, because Miz and Morrison, I feel bad for Morrison because I feel like Morrison has a lot to offer. And, you know, having him pull these like stupid st- pranks on TV um, isn't helping the badass he was on the indies. It's hurting him a lot yeah. more than helping. Uh, who do you got, Bobby? Come on, it's Braun. There's no doubt about it. They're not going to make it let him lose to some stupid stipulation like that. There's no way. Real real quick before we move on, toward, uh, at the end of SmackDown, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Otis was uh, definitely eyeing his, uh, he was eyeing the Universal Bell. Could we, and he's, I don't think he's listed to be on the show. Uh, no, nah. they don't have a match. Not, right? So maybe they might, Otis might tease a cash in perhaps. I mean, the Miz and Morrison, I could see them losing and then getting mad and beating him down. Um, but I, I think Otis is going to go down as one of those guys that has the money in the bank briefcase, cashes it in and loses. Um, I, don't, I, I think they gave, they gave it to him as a swerve. And, you know, he's just going to be a Damian Sandow. <laughs> that could that could happen, or I, I I said it before. I think he may not even get a chance to cash it in. He might end up he might end up losing it somehow to to someone. I would be okay if they if he cashed it in for a tag team championship match. Yeah, we've never seen that before. I think that would never be, seen it. I think that would be a good first time ever kind of thing. Like, wait, they're challenging for the tag. Like, he's like, yeah, I love my fucking brother Tucker. We're gonna get. We're gonna be tag team champions because I won this. Um, it'd be a good way to keep heavy machinery, machinery together, and you know Mandy could carry the titles for them, and they can go on and. Uh, or fuck, I don't know. Or Tucker stabs him in the back. <laughs> or Tucker Literally stabs him in the back. Yeah. That'd be good. Or he tries to attempt it or sabotages it. That'd be better. Yeah, or yeah, Ooh. he he's like, I don't want, I want our team to stay together, and if you're the universal champion, we're not going to be a tag team anymore. So I I had to, I had to stop that cash in. I could see that happening. That'd be actually pretty good. Genetti status, yeah, Genetti. <laughs> oh, Tucker's Genetti for sure. Nice guys. I met them. They're very nice guys. But come on. Um. All right. <laughs> Up next, we got Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. This one's interesting. They've been building up Bobby Lashley like a monster. And I don't know about you, but I've been putting a full Nelson. It does not make me pass out. I don't know why they're trying to make this move uh, seem like it's this crazy submission hold. Um, I know they did it with Chris Masters, too. Full Nelson is just kind of lame to me. I don't know. What do you guys think? It's an old school big mad finishing move. But... Have you been putting a full Nelson and felt like you were going to pass out? No. Ever. But I wanted to cry a couple times. Maybe cry. Maybe <laughs> cry. Especially when your, <laughs> your neck is being like jammed down. Or it's just not comfortable. And you're getting, rag, you getting ragdolled. Yeah, when you're getting ragdolled, I guess. But 
don't know. It just to see McIntyre in a full Nelson, knowing how strong he is, and I'm just like, I, I I don't buy this. But anyways, they've been doing a great job of building up Bobby Lashley. I'm glad that they're doing that. Um, uh, whose turn is it to go? I think it's Byron's. Let no, me. No, no. It's uh. Who's I, I could go because I don't think I, I don't think I got it. I don't think I went first. Uh, right, go go for it. Okay. The thing with Lashley is that I think they did it's too little too late at this point because um, the turnaround that they did with him they 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 wanted to build him up as a as a, a legit contender only because I they, at the moment they don't really have anyone to put Drew with uh, the rosters for both Raw and SmackDown are so depleted right now even before the pandemic happened when you have a limited amount of wrestlers. This was bound. This was bound to happen. You're going to have p- challengers that are being thrown into for your top belt that really don't deserve it because with Lashley, the way they portrayed him the past year or so, um, they had him smiling and talking about his family to uh, having uh, Leo Rush around with him and even having this, uh, even having Lana with with him, and he wasn't portrayed as a, as a main eventer. Ever. Um, I'm I'm glad they got rid of I'm I'm glad they're gearing away from Lana and having MVP as his mouthpiece, which that should have happened a long time ago. Absolutely. I think it's still a little too little too late. Uh, Drew is going to retain, but I would like to see a strong showing from Lashley, and I think we're going to get that. Yeah, um, I agree. I think Drew just won the title. They they've been doing a good job at keeping him strong. Um, this is the kind of wrestling match that I could that I could see happening both ways. And it's something that's very intriguing to me. I could see Lashley winning this. I, I could see him finally breaking out and being like, you know what? I've been a joke for too long, and now I'm the champion. Eat my dick. All <laughs> 27 inches of it. Um, if, if he says it on, on uh, the network, I will give you five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I think I don't think it's, Drew, it's, it's Drew's time to give it up yet. Um, I no. I think he's gonna keep it until there's an actual crowd there. Um, so I'm gonna go Drew McIntyre for that. Who do you got, Bob? Drew Mac, easy. He's not losing it anytime soon. Big man. I think they invested in in, in him uh, to be the next big thing. And I think yeah, I think like you said, they're gonna wait till the big crowds are in to kind of like maybe have him lose it. But that's not gonna happen anytime soon. So. I, I think, don't see them putting it on Lashley. I think you keep it on him and see how much merch he sells. And if he sells a bunch of merch once there's fans in the attendance, keep the belt on him for, you know, give him a long run if you want. Yeah. Who do you got, Byron? Yeah, and this is tough because uh, I want to see Lashley win, especially with the political climate now. I wonder if that would be huge. thinking about that. That would be huge. I wonder. So, like, as they say, scared money don't make money. I'm going to go with Bobby Lashley. Dang. Bob Lash. I think think he's, uh, Vince is going to roll the dice here. You know how much news that would make to have Bobby Lashley win the the WWE title? Um, Yeah, my only concern is that it's backlash and it's not SummerSlam, you know? So that's, but other than that, fuck it, let's do it. I I, I see where where your head is. I think they'd get a lot of publicity if they if they did it, and it could be a good reason to do that. Um, up next, we have Edge versus Randy Orton in the greatest wrestling match ever. Um, I think Edge wins at WrestleMania. Randy Orton wins this match. Um, 
this one was hard for me to call, but I, I feel like Randy Orton is going to win this one, and then we're going to have you know maybe a Hell in a Cell match or a ladder match or something um, after this. So let's go, let's go Randy Orton on this one. Orton. Uh, Bobby, who do you got in this one? Um, <sighs> this is a tough one. I think I'm going to go Ran- uh, Randy Orton. Wandy. Wandy Orton. Orton. Yeah. Uh, any reason why? You just feeling, feeling Orton? I, I have a feeling they're going to keep that feud going. And I mean, what else are they going to do with the both of them? Like, I, I can't see anything for either one of them, except maybe they keep going with this. But, but the thing is, WWE doesn't do prolonged storylines. Yeah. So that's what gets me like, this could be a one and done type of thing. And I think that they might give it to Edge just because, Let's... hey, man, he just came back. So, but I think that they're going to keep this going. And I think the, the heel has to win. So, and then it keeps going after this. I'm ready to see Edge in matches that I've never seen him in before. Um, you know, let him fight some of the younger guys. Let him, let him fucking go to NXT. How huge would that be to watch Adam Cole versus Edge, you know? Um, Roderick Strong versus Edge. Um, Keith Lee versus Edge. There's there's a Dang. lot of potential for some, you know, quote-unquote dream matches. Um, get them away from Randy. I would like for this end. I don't think it's – I think it's going to end at SummerSlam, but um, that's just me. Who do you got, Byron? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with – yeah, Orton gets the win back. Uh, old school wrestling. And I think – it's going to be a good match. Greatest match ever? No. I said good <laughs> matches ever. It's going to be a good <laughs> match. I'll give them a good it's match. Good. I will give them a good match. Greatest match ever? No. Uh, who do you got in this one, Dick? I think we're all unanimous. Uh, Edge did win at WrestleMania. Orton is going to win this match. Is it a, they're going to go on 1-1. I think they're going to have a, a third third series of match. Third match. Uh, could be likely SummerSlam. I don't know what what that would entail. I don't think Edge should win this one yet. I mean, I, I could see him winning the war, but they're going to try to get one more match out of it. Um, greatest wrestling match ever. I mean, I've already said my thoughts on it. It's I, there's, it's such a high standard, almost impossible standard. I think they'll have a very good match. I think they'll have a, a good match. We'll see what, what happens in the end. Uh, but other than that, I'm, I'm going to go with Orton, and they're going to tie it up. Yeah, I think that's that's the safe call. I think that's the right call, really. Um, but what do you guys think? We got to uh, close out the show. Um, but, you know, I want to thank you all for listening, downloading, subscribing, telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors. Uh, we are available on all podcasting platforms, YouTube, coming soon to Twitch. Um, we got a lot of stuff in the fire uh, getting ready to, to shoot all over you guys, just like a bottle of pee. Um, so make sure you, you you join us. Tell everybody that you listen to Put Me, Put Me Over podcast, and you know we are the new, 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 new world order of professional podcasting, and we will see you next time.